Welcome to the Quranic Community Podcast, an Islam 21C production, helping the Ummah become the people of Quran. In this episode, the Quran was revealed during the age of poetry and the pinnacle of linguistic eloquence. Pre-Islamic Arabia was an era when men and women possessed such linguistic proficiency and expression that they would paint with their words and expressions what the hands of artists could not. The Quranic Community Podcast by Ahmed Hamouda. Chapter 1 The Impact of Quran Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen وَالصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَىٰ آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَبَعْدٍ All praise is due to Allah, the one who revealed the book on the greatest of creation, as a warner and provider of good news. It is Allah's greatest and final revelation, the seal of his scriptures, revealed to the seal of the messengers and their chief, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, through the intermediary of Allah's select angel on the mightiest night of the chosen month. Honoured in such excellent circumstance, how excellent can we expect its message to be? May Allah's peace and blessings be upon his chosen messenger, the greatest exegete of Allah's words, through which his companions were guided to the ideal way of life. When Sa'd ibn Hisham Ibn Amir radiallahu anhu asked the mother of the believers, Aisha radiallahu anha, about the conduct of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She knew any expression would fall short of elucidating the superiority of his manners and replied, Alasta taqra'u al-Qur'an? Qultu bala. Qalat fa'inna khuluqa nabiyillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana al-Qur'an. قال فهممت أن أقوم ولا أسأل أحدا عن شيء حتى أموت. She said, Do you not read the Quran? I said, Of course. She said, The character of the Prophet of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم was the Quran. Saad said, I wanted to get up and not ask about anything else until I died. The Quran is a spring that never ceases to give. It is a wholesome curriculum and the cause of its adherence, selection and distinction amidst a world running after narrow and subjective sources of guidance, codes and legislations. When approaching the Qur'an, one must perceive it for what it is, a perpetually existing miracle and an inimitable wonder that has, since its revelation, continued to baffle the brightest minds and overwhelm the most thorough man-made texts and systems. Every other miracle besides it has ceased to exist. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, مَا مِنَ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ نَبِيٌّ إِلَّا أُعْطِيَ مِنَ الْآيَاتِ مِثْلُهُ أُؤْمِنَ أَوْ آمَنَ عَلَيْهِ الْبَشَرِ وَإِنَّمَا كَانَ الَّذِي أُوْتِيتُ وَحْيًا أَوْحَاهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ فَأَرْجُوا أَنِّي أَكْثَرُهُمْ تَابِعًا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ 
There was no prophet among the prophets, but he was given miracles through which people had security or belief. But what I was given was the divine inspiration which Allah revealed to me. So I hope that my followers will be more than those of any other prophet on the day of resurrection. The Quran is the Muslim's share of these divine signs and miracles, one that remains fully accessible and available. Overpowering the best. The Quran was revealed during the age of poetry and the pinnacle of linguistic eloquence. Pre-Islamic Arabia was an era when men and women possessed such linguistic proficiency and expression that they would paint with their words and expressions what the hands of artists could not. They were people of piercing memory and oratory detail. Their powerful linguistic constructs were merged with day-to-day -day expressions. As such, poetry was proliferated, catching on to day-to-day -day discourse, reshaping narratives, changing balances of power, and creating reputations while destroying others. The strength of their language was such that it stood the test of time, and much of it is still preserved today. It was right in the middle of this that Allah revealed His challenge. This challenge was not only directed to the men who would proudly hang their impressive and distinctive literary pieces on the sanctified and oft-frequented Kaaba, but to the whole world, including that of the jinn, some of whose dubious work and literature were also known and documented. Allah says, Say if both men and jinn banded together to produce the like of this Qur'an, they could never produce anything like it, even if they backed each other up. The Qur'an's matchless linguistic style did not come at the expense of depth of meaning or ability to guide and reform. Its verses penetrated hearts, minds and consciences. Jubayr ibn Mut'im anhu, one of the leaders of Quraysh and a scholar in genealogy said, سَمِعْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَقْرَأُ فِي الْمَغْرِبِ بِالطُورِ فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ أم خلقوا من غير شيء أم هم الخالقون أم خلقوا السماوات والأرض بل لا يوقنون أم عندهم خزائن ربك أم هم المسيطرون كاد قلبي أن يطير I heard the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم reciting a tour in the Maghrib prayer and when he reached the verse or were they created out of nothing or are they the creators or did they create the heavens and the earth no, in truth they have no certainty. Or do they possess the treasuries of your Lord? Or do they have control of them? Or have they been given the authority to do as they like? My heart was about to fly out of its place. In the early parts of the da'wah, the Quraysh elected one of its leaders, Al-Walid ibn Utbah. His mission was to negotiate with the Prophet wasallam in a hope to bring an end to what they saw was becoming a threat to their social and economic fabric. Al-Walid visited the Prophet ﷺ and said, 
You have put your people in great trouble. You have created divisions among them. You consider them to be fools. You talk ill of their religion and gods. If by what you are doing you want wealth, we will give you enough of it, so that you will be the richest man among us. But if you want power, we will make you our chief and we will never decide a matter without you. When he was done with his plea, the attentive and patient Prophet ﷺ replied with serenity and composure, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Hamim, Tanzilum min al Rahmanir Rahim, Kitabun fussilat ayatuhu Quran and Arabian liqawmi yalamun, Bashiran wa nadiran fa'arad akfaruhum fahum la yasmaun. وَقَالُوا قُلُوبُنَا فِي أَكِنَّةٍ مِّمَّا تَدْعُونَا إِلَيْهِ وَفِي آذَانِنَا وَقْرُوا وَمِنْ بَيْنِنَا وَبَيْنِكَ حِجَابٌ وَمِنْ بَيْنِنَا وَبَيْنِكَ حِجَابٌ فَاعْمَلْ إِنَّنَا عَامِلُونَ In the name of Allah, the All-Merciful, the Most Merciful, Hamim, a revelation from the All-Merciful, the Most Merciful, a book whose verses we have demarcated for people who know as an Arabic Qur'an, bringing good news and giving warning, but most of them have turned away and do not hear. They say, our hearts are covered up against what you call us to, and there is heaviness in our ears. There is a screen between us and you, so act, we are certainly acting, meaning we will not change our ways. We hope you are enjoying this podcast. If so, please think about donating, following, sharing and giving five stars on the platform you are listening from. Also, check out more Islam 21C podcasts on the following platforms. SoundCloud, CastBox, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Utba reclined back on his hands listening until the Prophet ﷺ reached the verse of prostration after which he prostrated. The noble Prophet ﷺ did not present a word of commentary or analysis. The Prophet ﷺ knew it was something Utbah had never heard before. Without a word's question or objection, Utbah got up and left. He was bewildered, changed, shaken and unsettled. Although he could not admit it, those sentiments transpired starkly on his face and demeanor, to the extent that when his clansmen saw him they asked, what happened? He looks entirely different to when he set off. In what was to become one of the most articulate expressions about the Qur'an, Utbah replied, by Allah, I heard what I have never heard the likes before. By Allah, it is not poetry, nor is it sorcery, nor is it magic. People of Quraysh, listen to me and make me responsible for my position. Leave this man be, because by Allah, what he says will have serious effects in the future. If the other Arabs overcome him, you will be saved from having participated in fighting your brother, and others will deal with him. And if he prevails over Arabia, his dominion will inevitably be your dominion and his honor, your honor. They said, you have been bewitched, Abu walid The Qur'an's impact reverberated throughout the world. 
it even shook the hearts of the educated Christian clergymen who were already versed in divine scripture and expression. For them, it was not only confirmation of what they knew, but it also had the similar hallmark of divine speech that they could not but be moved by. Allah says, وَإِذَا سَمِعُوا مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَى الرَّسُولِ تَرَى أَعْيُنَهُمْ تَفِيضُ مِنَ الدَّمْعِ تَفِيضُ مِنَ الدَّمْعِ مِمَّا عَرَفُوا مِنَ الْحَقِّ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا آمَنَّا فَاكْتُبْنَا مَعَ الشَّاهِدِينَ When they listen to what has been sent to the messenger, you see their eyes overflowing with tears because of what they recognize of the truth. They say, Our Lord, we have Iman, so write us down among the witnesses. Beyond the perceived world, the Qur'an found its way into the heartlands of the hidden jinn kind, who were not only bewildered by its presentation but also transformed. Allah says, قُلْ أُوحِيَ إِلَيَّ أَنَّهُ اسْتَمَعَ نَفَرٌ مِّنَ الْجِنِّ فَقَالُوا إِنَّا سَمِعْنَا قُرْآنًا عَجَبًا يَهْدِي إِلَى الرُّشْدِ فَآمَنَّا بِهِ وَلَنْ نُشْرِكَ بِرَبِّنَا أَحَدًا Say it has been revealed to me that a band of the jinn listened and said, We have heard a most amazing recitation. It leads to right guidance so we have iman in it and we will not associate anyone with our Lord. The jinn said, وَأَنَّهُ كَانَ يَقُولُ سَفِيهُنَا عَلَى اللَّهِ شَطَطَ The foolish among us, meaning Iblis, used to utter vile slanders against Allah. Its truth was irresistible. Whatever extent of obedience and servitude they had felt towards their master Iblis was overturned. Through only a short exposure to the Qur'an, they became witnesses to the malice of Iblis. Maybe more strangely is the intense impact the Qur'an had on the angels. Despite their closeness to its source, as well as their knowledge and direct interactions with transcendent realities. Even though it was their leader, Jibreel who delivered it to the heart of the Messenger وسلم, they were taken aback by it. Usaid ibn Hudayr عنه, reported that whilst he was reciting Surah Al-Baqarah at night, his horse tied beside him began to act startled and troubled. When he stopped reciting, his horse settled. When he started again, the horse startled again. He stopped reciting and the horse settled. Usaid, afraid that his son Yahya, who was sitting beside the horse, would be trampled, stopped his recitation. The next morning, he informed the Prophet ﷺ of his experience. The Prophet was delighted, exclaiming, Recite Ibn Hudayr! Recite Ibn Hudayr! He said, Messenger of Allah, my son Yahya was near the horse and I was afraid that it might trample him. When I looked towards the sky and I went to him, I saw something like a cloud containing what looked like lamps. So I left in order not to see it. The Prophet ﷺ said, Do you know what that was? Ibn Hudayr replied, No. The Messenger ﷺ said, Those were angels who came near to you for your voice. And if you had kept on reciting till dawn, it would have remained there until morning when people would have seen it and it would have not disappeared from them. 
It was exposure to the Qur'an that bore the most illustrious scholars, thinkers and righteous men and women, even out of those who were otherwise headed for ruin. Imam al-Dhahabi relates that the esteemed scholar of Islam al-Fudayl ibn Ayyad had taken to banditry in his youth, raiding caravans and robbing travelers. At around that time he had fallen in love with a young girl. On one occasion, he decided to climb up the wall of her house and as he did so he overheard someone reciting Alam has the time not arrived for the hearts of those who have iman to yield to the remembrance of Allah and to the truth he has sent down so they are not like those who were given the book before for whom the time seemed over long so their hearts became hard. Many of them are deviators. The verse jolted his heart and rejuvenated his dampened spiritual conscience. In one breath he said, Yes Allah, now is the time. Just a single verse sparked the beginning of his admired journey of worship and scholarship, becoming one of the greatest Imams of Islam. The Qur'an not only transformed but distinguished, the norms of social class distinction and recognition became all but redundant. Quranic distinction were to eclipse social hierarchies forever. Umar had employed Nafi' as a deputy over Mecca. In their meeting, Umar asked Nafi' Who did you appoint as deputy over the people of the valley during your absence? Meaning over the people of Mecca. Nafi' replied, Ibn Abza. Umar asked, Who is Ibn Abza? Nafi'a replied, He is one of our freed slaves. Umar said, So you have appointed a freed slave over them? Nafi'a said, He is well versed in the book of Allah Azza wa Jal. And he is well versed in the commandments and injunctions. On hearing this, Umar said, Ama inna nabiyakum sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qad qal, Indeed, your messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Through this book, Allah raises some and degrades others. Notice the words of Umar, your prophet, meaning to dispel any objection to this basis of selection. This is but one of thousands of examples in Islam's elaborate history. The Qur'an in fact restored the life of a human civilization that was more or less dead. The 600-year low in heavenly revelation since the Abrahamic message of Isa salam left much of humanity lost for guidance. Just as much of the world lurked in darkness and disarray, seemingly destined to hell, it found itself headed to paradise. Just as it sunk into depression, misery, misguidance and loneliness, it was reintroduced to its Lord, for whose closeness our hearts were created. From darkness, the world began to see unblemished realities and developed a clear and vibrant picture of exactly where we are and exactly how to get there. Humanity was thus salvaged by Allah's guidance. 
delivered entirely by his favor and grace. لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ Allah showed great kindness to the believers when he sent a messenger to them from among themselves to recite his signs to them and to purify them and teach them the book and wisdom, even though before that they were clearly misguided. Nothing is more worthy of our time than Allah's book, for life is futile and meaningless without His guidance. In the same way, nothing is worse than detaching from it because we would be detaching our lives from its essence bringing death upon ourselves before the death from the dysfunction of our limbs. Throwing away the purpose of our existence is indeed the same as not living at all. It is no wonder that after speaking of the rejection of the pagans of Mecca, Allah mentions the similar response other prophets received, comforting the Prophet that this is the common way of guiders in communities inundated by customary misguidance. Allah's reminder of the unrivaled comfort and relief was to follow. We have given you the seven oft-repeated verses, meaning Al-Fatiha and the magnificent Qur'an. Nothing is worth yearning for compared to the gift of the Qur'an no wonder in the verse that immediately follows Allah instructs the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لَا تَمُدَّنَّ عَيْنَيْكَ إِلَى مَا مَتَّعْنَا بِهِ أَزْوَاجًا مِّنْهُمْ وَلَا تَحْزَنْ عَلَيْهِمْ وَاخْفِضْ جَنَاحَكَ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Do not direct your eyes longingly to what we have given certain of them to enjoy. Do not feel sad concerning them and take the believers under your wing. Let us embark on our journey through Al-Hujurat, insha'Allah ta'ala, with the mindset that what we will study is the best advice that we will ever receive. It should shape how we look at everything. It is the literal word of Allah, Azza wa Jal, that should make us stand in awe and eager anticipation. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Please donate, follow, share and give five stars. Check out the next episodes and other Islam 21C podcasts on SoundCloud, CastBox, Apple Podcasts and Spotify.